You are hearing this episode thanks to all the great support we have through Patreon. Patreon is what keeps this show going and keeps the entire catalog of not only stars and character, but neozaz.com from the past eight plus years online and free to everyone to enjoy. You can be part of that support and a big part of keeping this show going and keeping everything online for just $1 a month. And with that $1 a month, you have access to all the exclusive Patreon specials and series that we create for our supporters. That is just $12 a year to keep the show going, and that is just a third of the going price of a Wilrahood action figure on eBay right now as I record this. So to learn more, check out our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. This is what true. Do you want to just make 10 louder? Just to 11. Well, <clears throat> this, this... Chris has never seen Spinal Tap. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we're talking about... The Imperial Academy, um, featuring Commandant Asardo and Captain Reese. He's I'm surprised you were able to say all of that without blubbering over it. You, you're, you're, yeah, that's pretty good. Those are hard. Asardo is difficult. Commandant Asardo is a difficult thing to say. So I'm proud of you. Thank you, Timmy. <laughs> Once in a while, I can I can speak perfect good drummer English. <laughs> <laughs> At least his name wasn't, you know, Moisture Farmer, a Sardal. I, I need to make a note, or swig extra minutes, because that's a story that we, we must have referred to the perfect good <laughs> at least 50 <laughs> times in the past nine years. And I don't know that we ever told that story. Is that redundant? Perfect good? Perfect good drummer. Uh, well, it's... It's it's kind of going down. Like if if it's perfect, it's better than good. So it's perfect good. Is that just like good? That's it's 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 like if good is a five, it's a a perfect good is like a a solid five, five out of five. Right. You can't get any better out of five stars. Well, if it's (laughs) if it's Spinal Tap, well this one goes (laughs) Goes to to eleven. This this is true. Do I just make ten louder? Goes to eleven. Well, this, this Chris has never seen Spinal Tap. <laughs> now, no, I had. Well, no, I had. I never have it. I haven't seen it. I, I know people like Michael McKean and and on and that stuff. Yeah, I understand. Have you seen any of the Chris Guest improv movies? I have. I have not, Matt. Okay. I hear you guys rave about those things. Yeah, I, I have not got around to, to seeing them. It's, you it's, would it's, like which one? I'm sorry. Which one needs? I, th- I, I think he would like the best in show. I was going to say that he too. Would not like waiting for Guffman. No, no. I, I, I could have sworn I showed you waiting for Guffman. Uh, you might it. like Mighty Wind. I'm not sure. It's 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 when you start. If you ever do watch one, you start to watch it. If you're not hooked within the 20 minutes, I, I shit 15 minutes. Just just give it up. Do something else for the rest of your time. Never to know. Well, what's weird is I do I do like isn't um Catherine O'Hara knows most of them. Yeah. I do like her. Is is the guy with the big eyebrows, Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy. Yeah, is he in anything like that? Yep. Any of those? He's in yeah. most of them as well. I do like him. I like the people in him. I think. I don't. I don't maybe I just never sat down. And, and plus, um, Spinal Tap is music. It, you know. Yeah. 
I'm not a big, big music guy. Chris hates music. It's not the Hooters. I don't care. It's, it's, it's not, not the Hooters, Hooters or, or Leaving Neverland. <laughs> Leaving Neverland. <laughs> Jesus. Well, back to coming out Sardo and Captain Aris. Um, as as you can see, there were many, many rankings of these um imperial. Oh, you're setting us up. You're you're. Pre- <laughs> well, these. <laughs> I see where this is going. Well, there's, you know, as a, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our Swig episodes, I have many, many great names. And right. they are very, very, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I these, really, really agree with Tim. <laughs> these, I think, might be on the 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 lower end of, 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 the, of the good names area. <laughs> this is the fruit that is under the low-lying fruit, a hanging fruit. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it's short and sweet. You know me. You know it's this is the fruit you step on. You get home and go. What is that smell? And you look at your shoe, and it's oh, there's Chris's name, <laughs> <laughs> aka well, Ron Strawberry. My name is Corporal Chris. Ugh. And I can only I think of one guy. M. Commander Matt. Ah, oh, not Major Matt. Ooh, <laughs> no. What's what's higher, commander or major? I don't know. I have to look it up. And Lieutenant, Tim. Nope, Lieutenant Tim. TNT works for me. TNT. That was the that was the biggest. Yeah, let's hurry up and get this fucking part over with. I've ever heard. <laughs> Damn right. I want to hear Tim tell us about bad these um these these people. These, I mean, these are guys. Oh, wait, I'd are- say they were in Ep- Ep- yeah. Empire Strikes Back, the special edition. The special edition, yes. <laughs> Talk about uh, low. So, actually, we're. I was gonna say low lying fruit. We're in like the bear, we're at the end of the season yeah. now, picking our characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's we're 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 like the what the uh, the food banks do. They go yeah. gleaning after the, after the crops have already been, been that, pulled and get the last of it. That one ripe cherry in Washington yep. D.C. that that managed to survive the three months of harvest. <laughs> There it is. There it is. That's these guys. It's fucking yeah. porcelain, yeah. Um, so yeah. This isn't about the Imperial Academy per se. It's about two of the officers, two of the more famous officers uh, in the Outer Rim Imperial Academy. So as Chris said, Commandant Asardal, he's head of the Academy at the Outer Rim, and uh, Captain Aris, who was an ambitious educator at the Imperial Academy. And these guys, these names have popped up in different stories as I've done research um, around the time of New Hope and Indian Empire Strikes Back. So OT and, and, and a little bit before era, uh, these guys, um, they only show up in the one movie, as Chris said. So the story is the Empire wanted to set up a, uh, a satellite academy away from the main one. So in the outer rim, a there was a, a female moth one of a kind who was assigned to an outer rim sem- sector. And I don't have her name. It just said female moth. <laughs> um, and she had this idea that she wanted to set up an Imperial Academy to train and recruit locals to become stormtroopers for the empire. That's Could you, um, what you, you just sign up for it. Like, do you go to like one of those army places that you yeah. just, okay. I like the, uh, the, this is like, well, this is clearly actually, I, I think you already, prefaced it a little bit by saying it's in all kinds of stories of one movie there's their their biggest female characters that don't appear in 
typical roles on screen, like mil- high military rankings, always seem to only come up in the books. Like there was a Admiral Dala, I want to say is her name. She was mm-hmm. a big um, uh, imperial officer that ran through a whole line of books. Now there's this female. Actually, this might be a little worse because it's just female moth. They didn't even bother giving her a name. But then there was like <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, there's another woman. Ah, oh, I can't remember her name. She had a red uniform and like red and white hair. It's like all the the best female characters like never made it to screen. This is like this trend. And and yeah, they're, they're not cherry picking these characters from the books for the new movies. These are these are established good storylines that. Oh, super hardcore fans would know. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm well, there goes and, my and, EU my EU soapbox. I have to get down for a second. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I think even in the new movies, with the exception of one female officer in Solo, I don't even think in the other movies. I don't think we see any female Imperials yeah. other other than uh, uh, Phasma. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Phasma. I'm sorry again. Don't don't. This is not a review of Last Jedi, but or anything. <laughs> it's not my opinion because I still haven't said it. But my God, did they not seem to know? To, it's almost becoming a joke. It's like Phasma shows up and something happens. Like I'm trying to think what kind of recurring character in a sitcom that always happens. She's if there's a banana peel, she's yeah, going right, to slip on it. Just, is, is she like the, like, like the Jar Jar for the new movies kind of? You know? No, it's not quite that bad. It's just like the... It's like, okay, here's the best comparison I can think of, and it's there's probably better ones, but there was a Treehouse of Horrors episode of The Simpsons where Willie would always... Groundskeeper Willie would always break in at the most pivotal moment, and he could save whoever's in danger, but then end up getting killed in all three episodes. That's Phasma. <laughs> she shows up. She's about to kick ass, and then something happens. It's like, and I think that if that happens again in nine, I'm just going to shake my head when that scene comes around. Yeah, because you know it's you know what's going to happen. Yeah, Matt's going to yeah. walk out and not tell anybody. That's right. And then I'll strictly... go back. I'll get to my car and see ten people told me what I thought. <laughs> yeah. At this point, and I know, and I know that there are Phasma fans out there, and and I I apologize if if my opinion is different than, than yours, but she she truly is strictly a a visual character. She's a cool looking character, but there's no substance under that style oh, so far. Yeah, that's and that's the unfortunate part because it's a cool look, great actress. Uh, yeah. When she does get a line or two in, it's it's like there is a. Uh, uh, a very stern there's there's she's got a commanding presence but yeah. she's after her like her once and done the the things they do to her are so stupid so poorly written yeah agreed agreed phasma so so yeah they're 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 going out to the outer rim they said this academy they're not bringing people to the academy other than the officers and the trainers but they are recruiting locals from this, the, this, the system they're in and the nearby systems. So they were open to just about anybody. Uh, it didn't, it didn't matter. They, they took anybody that came up. If you had, if, if you were sentient, you were in and the most had zero military qualifications. That's uh, Tim. I would think that would be bad. Cause how do these people like fight and go into war when they haven't even like seen a gun or, Picked up a gun, or you know what I mean? Like, my, that has to be my, hard to train these people. My guess is they were probably training these guys to be the front of the front line. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> so the these these were the ones that were holding the guns, 
maybe they would pick off a few of the enemy, but they would die, drop their guns, and the people behind them would pick them up and keep going. I, I'm thinking they put a hundred of these in front Shit. of them, and then they yeah. hear the, they hear the first enemy blaster fire and thirty fall, and they go, "Well, there's thirty people on the other side. Now we know what we're dealing with." <laughs> So then, and they would they would sometimes go on patrols in the nearby area, but there was a local saying. Uh, they call them slobs, call them jerks, call them gross, but just don't call them. And that was Aww. kind of the local saying about these particular acad- cadets at the at the the academy because they were they were just that stupid. That's like um, the, that's the, sad. That's like an anti recruitment poster. <laughs> exactly. We don't want you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No uh, one's pointing their finger at these, these yeah. cadets. I guess they're nobody. Point, well, they're pointing nobody, to the side. It says, to be, "Go over there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody expects them to be able to protect anything, or so. Well, why? Why just? Why just train? Why don't like you hire the best? Like, why? Why would they go through this? And it's almost like they're like killing them. Like they know they have no chance. Like, like even if the city yeah. is under siege, they know that these people. Have no chance. Well, you're like they're pawns. They're foot soldiers. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're kind of, you're answering your question with your question. It's like they're not hiring the best in order to, yes, to like to weed. It's like, oh, not to protect the best, like directly. They're not their bodyguards. It's like, it's like, it's like human bubble wrap for for the <laughs> for the good for the ones they want to keep. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's like kind that. of like this in war. Some people's job is to die. And that this is this is their job. Their job. They're so stupid. They're 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 so they're they're so stupid that they're pulling them in. And they they may not them they may or may not realize this, but the cadets are bringing in. Are their job is to die. If they do live, well, they'll be better for it. What don't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. Makes you stronger. She just played uh Nashville uh, a couple days ago. She I like her. I I. I, I can't stand any of her music, but I like her. She did yeah. th- one of the funniest troll things <laughs> here at Universal Studios a couple years ago. Our Mardi Gras lineup, we get some some big acts, and it's part of the park admission, which is actually in phenomenal, phenom- phenomenal. It's it's really cool. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly good. She, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it's, it's perfect. Good. She she was one of the acts one of the night, and she was spending the day in the park, and she was just like anybody else, and she had a hat and sunglasses because it's fucking Orlando. Not because mm-hmm. she was hiding. She saw a guy with a Kelly Clarkson tour T-shirt, and she she took a <laughs> selfie with his back turned. He he never knew she was behind him in line <laughs> in one of the rides. Oh, that's, that's awesome. funny. That's cool. I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I would like her since American Idol. Yeah, all the way back. Oh, way way back. I liked her better than Justin Garini. Garini. Sweet Dr. Pepper. That's him, right? So. Yeah, okay. okay. Isn't, it him? Isn't he a little sweet from the Dr. Pepper commercials? Oh, well, that is him. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember right. those. Yeah, it, they're still on, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's almost Ooh. as good as Peter Willow's Robocop and Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken commercials. Oh, my God. I laugh every time. <laughs> what, is, what is that from? I don't, I, this, this is how much I watch TV. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Not that we ever sidetrack on this show, but <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken has had what? It's been like a year now, a year and a half, where it's keep like changing. They keep changing the. It's always someone famous, like Jim Gaffigan was him. Um, what's the, who's the really tan guy? Uh, what the hell's was his it? name? Uh, oh, uh, Hamilton. Yeah, George Hamilton. Hamilton. It was uh, um, Reba McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, 
more recently, and I think it just now changed. There was like three or four episodes, a commercial run of of RoboCop, and it was Peter Weller in the RoboCop costume with yeah. in a Colonel Sanders uniform with a mustache oh. and beard on his RoboCop. <laughs> I'm going to YouTube this. It's hilarious. It's hysterical. And yeah, there's just remember in the that. movie, remember in one of the movies where he would laugh kind of weirdly. This is this. They're just seeing where he lives. Ha 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 ha. There's this there's one where he just like breaks in the wall and is like. Family fun dinners for five ninety nine at KFC. You have ten <laughs> seconds to comply. You have nine seconds to, and he's like counting down, and everyone like then he gets the five, and everyone like rushes to grab the dinners. It's, it's, it would have so, been funny. It's if, so dumb. If it's was, hilarious. If it if is. There was a Colonel Ed two hundred nine or something. Yeah, right, that, would yeah. really been fine, but that was above budget. Yeah. It's so it's so bad that it's great. That's though. funny. So uh, a sardle. Asardo was actually a well-respected imperial officer. If you can believe this, a little dim-witted, uh, but he had he had he showed rare glimpses of competence in a sea of uselessness. So that's that that that's him. He 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 was he was a little eccentric. Um, so he was he, like okay, he's like um, uh, Rick Olay actor character yeah. in Alien Three, where he was an idiot, but he at yeah. least was he was he was, he was uh, accommodating. So he yeah. got he, he rose in the ranks. He was able to he was able to get his job done. Yeah, all comes back to Rick Olay. That Rick, yep. Uh, so, but he, he uh, one of his little quirks is he would he would he would care in his office. He had a little gold colored OPC killer in a little tiny jar. That he would care for. That was his pet. He had a little OP, OPC killer from Naboo. <laughs> wow. And he would travel around in a little tiny speeder. And uh, he loved a particular sport. He was really terrible at it, but no one would ever tell him. <laughs> and the sport never got named, but it can only be referred. I can only refer to it as space golf. And it's, so he'd play space golf? golf. It's like, it's like our golf, golf, but it's in, it's in space. Space golf. Okay. Um, and whenever you play it, it would cause damage to persons and property around him when playing. Um, so, but he was he was really well respected uh, as as an officer among among the cadets. But because he he treated them with respect, he never talked down to them, even though he may have thought that some of them were stupid. But he never let it show. And one cadet that Asardo held in very high esteem was Han Solo. And Han Solo was kind of like the merry prankster of the uh, of the academy, and Solo would actually go out of his way to protect a Sardal. So oh, from I can see from, that. from you know getting attacked or having people make fun of him or or get, being embarrassed. So Han Solo was he, he he was kind of the goof off, but almost like like he was watching out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So he had a he had uh, Han Solo as a cadet had a lot of respect for this guy, uh, and 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 vice versa. Um, so that's that's kind of most of a Sardo story. I'll go. We'll we'll come back to him a little bit because I want to talk about this other guy, and their their stories sort of blend together because they they are they're both at the academy at the same time, and that was well he started at the academy as Lieutenant Arise. Uh, but he was quickly promoted to captain, and Arise was—he uh, was an educator there, so he would help train the the cadets. And he was overly ambitious, but without merit. Okay. And he had very little respect for those above and below his his rank in the empire. Um, so you can see where this would 
how this would play out. He, especially with Han Solo. Um, Han Solo just had zero respect. It would, it would, he would do like stupid little things like tie shoelaces together and write dork <laughs> on his, on his chest in, in suntan lotion. If, if he had to, if he had the opportunity, uh, but, uh, but, and, and, and would suck up to anyone he thought that would help his advancement in the ranks. So that's how he got from Lieutenant to captain. He was just a suck ass. Um, but he really hated Han Solo. He was like, he, he would try anything in his power to get Han Solo out, try, trying to get him to quit, trying to get him to to leave, fail, whatever, sabotage, because uh, he felt that Han Solo was disrupting the progress of cadets that could potentially become good stormtroopers. I, yeah, but I can see Han Solo, man. Everyone's probably looking up looking up to this guy, you know, saying, this guy's a shit, he's a prankster, he's cool as anything. Yeah. You know. I mean, we he's, love a handsome, he's a handsome dude. He's funny. He's charming. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, and he's, he's, he's sort of the tastemaker. He's, he's the guy that's, he's the guy that's willing to, to call bullshit on stuff in, right. in a world full of bullshit. He's willing to like point it out and say, Hey, this is extreme bullshit. Mm. And so if you're, if you're peddling bullshit, you hate it when people call you out for that. Um, but there were, there would be times when, when Arise would be able to, kind of get on solo's nerves and you know, there'd be training things. And uh, one of the things that, that, uh, that Arise would, would yell not only the solo, but, but other people like, especially if they're lagging behind and different things, you go, move it, move it, move it, move it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of his, his get in the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, and this is just a little side side thing. I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of a lowly, captain uh in in the in the the military but he does have a relatively nice ship that he flies around the universe in when he's on his on his off days i guess i guess they have off days uh and he named it the blue oyster Ooh, it's a a swanky name even though it wasn't blue it was black and white (laughs) of course well they call it blue blue then (laughs) space blue is black and white the sundered (laughs) sundered heart didn't Sundered wasn't a heart, heart whatever it was that wasn't a heart either so i mean you know. <laughs> no yeah. so yeah and the, the Millennium falcon doesn't look like a fucking bird so yeah damn it's a frisbee <laughs> and matt you you had mentioned this before before we started recording you asked is uh, didn't one of those guys live in a high tower right yes because wow. yeah there's like a they didn't show him at his home but they made it a point of like panning across his desk in the the one scene that we do see them in and there was like a mm-hmm. shot of a, I guess you'd call it a picture frame, a Star Wars picture frame. There was a, yeah. there was, it was, but it was flashing different pictures. And there was like, they made it a point to hold on the one of him that looked <laughs> like he was with either, either his wife at home or on vacation at the, you know, the, the, I don't even know how to describe it, the Tantooine Eiffel Tower version or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was his high tower. Okay. That was where he lived. So yeah, they, they somehow worked his picture into the movie, his, right, yeah. own, his, his own picture in the movie, or someone retconned it and said that's his home. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I've tried, so, I, yeah, I wanted so bad to, because she almost kind of sort of looks like the woman in the picture looked like it, I, in my imagination, looked like it could have been, uh, oh no, I was going to say Torn Far. Who's the, who's the other one I actually like? Um, oh. Uh, Will or his woman? Oh, uh, what was her name? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Movers, uh, yeah. Well. Right, I can't remember. Do? I can't remember what was a woman's name. The, 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 the redhead in the in the sleek pantsuit. Yes, on, on Bezman. 
Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does kind of. Well, um, I mean, it's such a it's a it's such a small shot on a small screen yeah. when watching it on my computer. I could imagine it being <laughs> anybody. Um, now they 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 have all sorts of missions. There 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 was one that was a uh, mission to Mustafar. Um, they had this uh, assignment to Scarif, where it was kind of like a beach assignment to thwart rebel information thieves. And uh, probably their most famous one was uh, it was called Troops. And this is this is another thing where they 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 did a community outreach in the Outer Rim to bring sort of at risk youth into the fold of the empire to teach them the ways of being a soldier. And this was, it was good. It was called troops teaching the rim over and over to protect and serve is, uh, was, was the name of that, uh, that mission. I wonder if, if that wasn't there a big YouTube sensation troops. That was, the, it's that was not, the, not, the, not the same one. Not the same okay. one. That was Kevin Ruby. I think that was, I think he did that before he wrote tag and bank. It was Kevin Ruby, a movie. I think yeah. that was his first fan fiction thing with Star Wars. I, c- I could be Troops. wrong on the timing, but I think that I, that was definitely his. I know that. And I think yeah. it was before attacking me. It's Tion Tyler, by the way. It was going to drive me there nuts the entire episode if I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, troops, which I think the troops that uh, that we see in Kevin Rubio's may may be the same ones as uh, com- coming from this Imperial Academy. They seem to be. They seem to be rather familiar with the outer rim. I I remember when troops, uh, you know, going to conventions back then. You, there would be those tables of the bootleg videos, yes. and DVDs, yeah, and people would play troops on repeat on the. Uh, they, they'd bring a little portable uh, player, and people would just stand around the tables and watch troops, and then mm-hmm. you'd walk away, and then it would start up again, and then another group of people would stop and watch troops. That was like that, and there was there was a couple other ones. There was like the the fake trailer for like Grayson, like the adult. Oh, uh, Robin. Robin. There were there were a few yeah. other ones. And Batman versus versus Alien. Those things. Or Predator. Predator. Yeah. yeah. What I yeah, I remember that shit. What I loved about Troops. Well, I mean, I love the whole thing. It's funny, but when they like uh, interview the Jawas, the Jawas scene, the <laughs> droid that the Jawas yeah. have is a is Tom Servo from MST3K. And that's the first time I'd seen a Tom Servo replica outside of the show. I was like, oh my God, that's that's freaking awesome. And so I made that. Now now you can I mean, I think everyone's not everybody, but I think quite a few people have figured out the exact parts and you can buy them almost anywhere, especially at these conventions. But I had never seen it before anywhere outside MST three K except troops at that's the time. Cool. Uh the last last little thing I have here is most of their story is now legends. Uh, but we do see both Asardal and Aris in Empire Strikes Back's special edition, standing and waiting for Vader to return to his Super Star Destroyer from Bespin. And now you'll see, as as he's coming off of the ship, you'll see Asardal standing there at attention, while Aris is looking overly excited. He's kind of like, <laughs> it's sort of tapping his leg like, like he's got like like restless leg syndrome is like sort of tapping he's super excited he's 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 rubbing his palms together it's almost like darth vader is justin bieber walking by he's so excited <laughs> to <laughs> see have, vader didn't he have like a little tiny cane with a ball on it he, he did 
he had did. his hand. Yeah, yeah. It was he kind of he was rubbing his hand. I mean, it's hard to see. It was it was it was it was dimly lit. But he's got this. Yeah, he's got this little like pole uh, uh, stick under his arm. And yeah, he's got a little thing at the end, and he's and but he but he's rubbing his hands together. I'm still getting uh, the. I still have the vision in my head that won't leave of Vader walking by, going baby, baby, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no snow no yeah so um I, behind the scenes i don't know who these actors are um these are uh, more than likely it's uh uh just because this is this was a scene that was shot in 96 so this is most likely just two two stooges at ilm that they that fit imperial outfits and they just stuck them out there and now they are both uh famously World, you, I mean, common knowledge, famously now as a Sardal and a Reese. You guys have when I when I said I was going to do well when I said a Sardal, I said I was just going to do a Sardal. Matt, it was you that said, "Well, you need to do a Reese too." Right? Yeah, yeah. and that's from again. It's a, the um, most of that comes from. I want to say I don't know. I, I've read more novels and comics, but I do have visuals of these characters in my head, and and uh, it's definitely not that just that uh Empire Strikes Back special edition scene. So it must have been their appearances in the comics that maybe remember that they were kind of a a a duo. I mean not the level of C three and R2D2, but you usually saw one with the other. Yeah. 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 And Chris Chris I know for for smaller characters, Chris I know is is like a minor fan. He's mentioned them from time to time as we've uh, we've talked about Star Wars. Well yeah, because I think Matt's right now they were in a bunch of comics like there's like Six or seven of them out there that I really remember seeing their, their them in the background or, or walking around or, or whatnot. Yeah, there was, and this is holy fuck. There's I, I remember now there was a comic that they had some kind of they were doing something, and it's just so stupid because I thought why is there a hot air balloon in Star Wars world? <laughs> but I yeah. remember them in a hot air balloon like going. There's no other way of transportation getting to a place except this fucking hot air balloon. So they hopped yeah. in it. And they went somewhere. It was it was like that's stupid, but I still laugh though. <laughs> there was there was one storyline they were in. I think it was I think it was like a six run called Imperial Academy with them. They weren't featured, but that's where I remember them most when it comes to the comic. I remember this one annoying fucking character. Like they'd write her like her her her. She wouldn't have a word bubble. She'd like have this word like lump. The line was all squiggly and the words were squiggly. They weren't words. They're just lines. And then like there'd always be a scene where it would be she'd blow up and now her words were all capitals and giant letters like she was screaming. Yeah. It's like this joke that kept <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did it. They did it like once every issue. It's like, oh, and you mm -hmm. knew it was coming. It get like by you the third issue, you were yeah. so over it. She was that. all she was all squeaky and yeah. then she dumped all of a sudden. Uh, then there was one guy who, even though he, he was sort of, he was sort of hotheaded, but he was sort of a gun enthusiast. Yo, so he, he loved, he loved of, blasters. Um, he reminded me of fucking sledgehammer. That old David. Yeah. Hussain yeah. He was like show. the sledge. He was like the sledgehammer of, uh, of the Imperial Academy. I remember like he, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the Imperial Academy, there's a lot of great characters. We could, we could mine this thing, uh, for a long time. Um, and, uh, and and talk about a lot of things, but I figured I, this one just to keep it short, sweet, and neat. Did a sardle on that suggestion. I've decided to throw in a Reese, 
And I know Chris is happy. I wish Dave was here because I know Dave. Oh, he would be all over this. He would have been all over this one, but Dave, yeah. uh, he just told us to have fun tonight. This, I will. We, uh, it's actually, I was thinking, I was going to say, this is like kind of, it's not tag and bink ish, but it's, it marries me with a duo. When I was watching Solo, and again, it's like I, I wasn't sitting there putting the timeline together. I, I know, and this is, this is a conversation for another time, but I remember Ron Howard saying something about tag and bink being in there, and I don't remember them ever being pointed out in the movie. Mm-hmm. But my my point is when um, Woody Harrelson and his character were dressed up in dead soldiers uniforms, I was like, oh, is that I thought that was going to be them. I was like, oh, no, wait, this happened before Empire and they were alive in Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Solo is on, on Netflix still holds up. It is. Well, and that's that's all I got. Tim, excellent. Excellent job. Yes. Um. Uh, do we have any any feedback? Anything you know, I, I, I have we any feedback do. Um, we actually had a couple new reviews. I'll read. I have a couple Ooh. emails or uh, uh, comments from um, the website. I want to save for Dave to be on because they kind of actually some of these some of these reviews. I think name all four of us, but the the comments are are better um, <laughs> for for all four of us to be here for. So let's see. Let me put them in most recent order. I don't know where we. Stop. So I'm just going to read the top two because I know we definitely didn't do those because they were posted since we last recorded. Oh, here we go. This one's great. I'll even I'll say who it is. I'll, I'll blow the lead because we all know him. Josh, uh, Lorenzen. I don't think I've ever yeah, said his yeah, name yeah. out loud before. I I exactly just, I've always seen about. it spelled. I just realized I never said it. Of Josh and Michelle, two people that yeah. always always show up at whatever we do at celebrations. They're they're really really cool people and, and big supporters. And he finally wrote a review. He said, "What a pile of Sith." now that i have your attention out of all the obscure star wars character podcasts this one is right up there in the top five (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) from lumpy to mob crim these guys know their stuff with matt's drinking chris and the force suck dave chock full of hate and tim just sucking it pure (laughs) sucking it pure fun through and through seriously this is a great show and some great guys gonna miss y'all at celebration this year chicago I guess he's asking why they put it there. And he writes, balls for all. <laughs> balls for all with four, five exclamation points. Signed, Josh and Michelle. P.S. Sam Winner probably hates us for making him sign that pick. Oh, you remember. <laughs> I remember that one. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then the uh, second one I'll share tonight, it's from uh, Scott Pummel. He says, a must listen for Star Wars fans. And it, oh, I have to expand it. Hold on one second. It says, for me, this podcast is a great mix of Star Wars backstory, occasionally insightful opinion, and random banter from four longtime friends. If you've never listened to this pod before, I can't recommend it highly enough. If you don't immediately dig it, listen to a few episodes before you pass judgment. Well, thank you. That's a pretty yeah. good suggestion. Because we have had a lot of one-star reviews. Was like, I tried to listen to this one and turned it off in 10 minutes. Who can listen to this show? But anyway, back to the positive review. Uh, my personal <laughs> favorite is the Imperial Royal, Royal Guard episode. Bring back the soundboard. Oh, that's that is that's I know. Uh, that is people keep it's, asking it's about so that. It's so much. It's so much more difficult than it should be. It's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We, there's a simple solution out there. We just haven't discovered it yet. But we we we're, we're not ignoring it. It's just it's 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 so stupid how hard it's being. And he says, and the holiday episodes give a hilarious twist on Christmas songs that retail stores run in the background every year. Okay, yes, you know they do. Uh, thanks to Matt, Tim, Chris, and Dave for helping me. Helping make mowing and my long commutes infinitely more enjoyable. Also, remind Chris that reusing the unwashed 
unwashed force sock is unsanitary. <laughs> so yeah. I, I throw all my use right, uh, four socks away. Okay, <laughs> immediately. And my my sock bill is more expensive than my food bill per week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there we go. There he goes. Impromptu feedback, and those they're very nice. Very like the, the Josh one was chock full of history, and the other one was very complimentary. So those were enjoyable. Thank you guys. Well, hey. and, and speaking, of, he said that he listens to those while he, he's cutting the grass. Uh oh, your neighbor cut your grass today. Well, I this this just in. Uh, uh. Who is going to cut my grass now? Yourself. Oh, did he move? They are moving. Uh. The for sale sign went outside <laughs> today. Ah, uh, you must be happy. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So who's gonna who's gonna cut who's my grass gonna now? Who's gonna cut your grass? <laughs> who's gonna mow your lawn? <laughs> Yeah. Who's gonna take Here's another side story. I'm, you know, we go off track. No. Today I'm driving around and my phone rings and it's a Lansdale number. I don't know. And you guys know what I do when I answer the phone if I don't know who it is, right? <laughs> chonai, chonai. Chonai, chonai. I say chonai, bonai, right? <laughs> okay. But this time, and I don't know why, I just I hit it and didn't say anything. And there was this voice. Chonai. Hello? Kelly? And I, and I, I didn't say anything. I'm just listening. This is, this is your neighbor, Kathy. Kathy? Oh, boy. So, so now, now I'm thinking, I'm not saying anything now. <laughs> like, I know who this person is. She, and then she's like, um, just want to let you know that there's a for sale sign going out tonight. So you'll be seeing a lot of different people next door. Bye. Why are you calling us? <laughs> Why are you calling us? I that guess that's food? courteous when that's someone courtesy. lives that close to you. I don't care. So I, I, I don't yeah, care. I know. We know. All the listeners know. But apparently your, na- your neighbors never figured you out in that 10 years. or whatever Your neighbors have never listened to the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's say we will see when we get home, we will see the fucking sign outside your house. And, and you're like, going to oh, go, you're gonna go out there and break a bottle of champagne across it and take a swig out of it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I didn't even drink. I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, you say, and then you'll, you'll sip one. You'll go one for me, and then you pour it on the grass, and one for my dead grass that you cut, fucker. <laughs> Motherfuckers. But back to you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was wondering, Tim, can why why ask questions to Matt? Can you look for some questions for me? Uh, yes. Okay. Let me, uh, bring up. Hey, take your time. Matthew, these are for you. Okay, Christopher. All right. Uh, whose first words to Han in Star Wars Special Edition are Solo. Come out of there, Solo. Solo, come out of there. I am going to say it is Mouser. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> good, good one. You are correct. Oh, yeah, good thing. I was trying to think of the name. I can picture the character. We haven't done this one yet, but it's like, I think it's Mouser. So, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... I get All way right, too... My heartbeat is reducing way too fast to get the result of that answer. <laughs> Uh, question two, weapons vehicles. What type of vehicle is the XP-3? Uh, 
38. This is my question? No, this is Oh, all we're doing all, all six Mag- again? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Mag gets all okay. six. XP. It's all six. So what, what is the XP 38? Did it say what movie? Yes. Or just, I know no, Star what, Wars. What type of vehicle? Oh, that's the um, it's the that's the real name for the Imperial Transport toy. The that's the Star the Universe name. You're correct. Two for two. <laughs> that one, yeah. Okay, yeah. Once I remember what it was, that that was actually easier than it started. Uh, question three: History. Who hosted the Rebel Alliance? Hosted. Hosted. <laughs> hosted? Yeah. Steve Harvey. No. <laughs> Who hosted the Rebel Alliance briefing meeting in Return of the Jedi? Who had a long microphone hosting <laughs> it? <laughs> who hosted... I'm sorry, can you say that again? I, I... Yeah, who, who hosted the Rebel Alliance briefing meeting in Jedi? Oh, in Jedi. Okay, good, 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 good. I was trying to remember the Jim Henson-looking guy in um, Star Wars, and that's not him. So who hosted it? Who had hosted it? Oh, um... Oh, no, that's not his name. Um... Oh Christ! I could picture him. Oh shit! Um. Uh, I know it's it's General General Balafa. Bal Balaf Balaf. I can't. It's like F A U G H. Bal. I I can picture the character name on the toy. It's something like that. General Balaf 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 Balafai Balafu. It was, it was actually Balafoa. Balafoa. Okay, yes, but do I, I get always it? thought it was like Balboa. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you were. I was gonna give it to you either way because you knew exactly what you were okay, saying. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Because that's a t- that is like the last toy of the Jedi line I got. Because it's like who? It's well, okay, maybe I, my Mothma was the second. La- no, my sister got my Mothma before that. That was like the one that's like okay, I have the rest. I guess I'll get this one. I guess. Uh, question four: Geography. What planet are Jawas native to? Oh, Utapau. God damn! Correct. Nice. Yeah, I only know, um, I only know Ken- that from this show. Droids <laughs> creatures aliens. What creatures did Han refer to when he exclaimed, I thought they smelled bad on the outside? That, I believe, is what he said when he knocked the first Minoc off the Falcon. That's, I think, did he knock over two? Yeah, either he did or him and Chewie both got one like Bam Bam. Like, yeah. But yeah, bam Bam. Bam bam. bam, 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 bam. You're correct. And the last <laughs> question, WC. What's that? Wild card. Clubs. Wild card. You're right. Whose last line in the Empire Strikes Back is? It's now or never. <laughs> uh, is it really? That's what. It, that's the line. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't know why it's slugging his Elvis because that's that's just what I. No, it's no, it's now yeah. It's now or never. And Return of the Jedi? Tough. Yeah, no, Empire Strikes Back. Well, I'm, I swear to God, I'm listening to what you're saying. <laughs> Whose last line in Empire is, it's now or never? Oh, this is a trick question because it's his only line. Oh, it's Lobot. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, six that's, six. That threw, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good twist because it's first, middle, and last line. It's the only yeah. fucking line he says. That's good. That's <laughs> actually good. Well, that got me thinking, but once I yeah. once I remembered what he said in the scene. Cool. Great is job. that my six? Is that a six for six? Yeah. Six I think for that's six. my first six, six for six since we started using these cards. 
That's Sam, awesome. you're next. Let's, let's see if you can find I'm not coming on until All we right. start a new trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, characters, Timmy. Who ordered Vader uh, to release his chokehold on Admiral Mahdi? Oh, that was Admiral Akbar. Two admirals, one sticking up for the other. How did he say this, Tim? Because you, you are correct. Release the chokehold. It, was that was that Liam Neeson? Release the music dragon? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, weapon vehicles. What type? Am, of am I right? Or, I'm, I'm yes. right. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, I knew I was right. I just wanted you to say it. I need I need people <laughs> to say I'm right. <laughs> uh, that sounds like my mom. What type of ships <laughs> made the initial torpedo run against the, the first Death Star? What types of ships? Mm-hmm. Those are the uh, BSF twenty five version nine with uh, modified uh, triple blasters. The blaster part's not on here, but the rest is. So you got that. <laughs> Even the version that. nine. Wow. So I thought. I thought when he said version nine, it was like, oh, now he's just showing off. But that was actually in the in the answer as well. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. I was showing off with the triple blaster. Yeah, that. Yeah. Triple <laughs> I thought you were doing a double double trip. Uh, du- uh, yeah, double, double, double triple show off. I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> I'm doing good. Two for two. Wow. This one, Tim. Good luck with this one. Mm. History. What's the first line spoken? Wow, this is fucking weird. Matt gets the last line spoken in Empire, and you get the first line spoken in Empire Strikes Back. What's the first line? It's not a word, really. It comes from the mouth. It's a belch. And Judges. Then, then Han Solo says, <laughs> "Han Solo says, oh, geez, what was that?" You know what, Matt? Judges. He, Matt, uh, Tim said belch. This says burp. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Now, if he, said, if he if he said release of gas through the mouth orifice, I'd be like, no, no, sorry, that's wrong. Release the gases. Release <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Question four. Geography. What city did one character claim was too small to fall under the jurisdiction of the empire? That would be Belframpian. Jesus. It's on. It's on the planet Clagdor uh, Seven. It doesn't say the planet, but but, but you're right on the city. Belframian. Yeah. Fucking a man. Give me a hard question, asshole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Druids, characters, aliens. Who called Han Solo? This. You're not gonna get this one. Who called Han Solo? Bantha fighter. FX Seven. Fucking a man. So give me. Give me a good, good question. You're right. FX7. You're right. FX7. God damn. Last one. How many life forms did the Death Star scanning crew find aboard the Falcon during the first scan? One. Correct, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Six for six. Oh, so it's boy. It's a tie. It's a tie. Let's see if let's see if we can get Chris to get these. Yeah. <laughs> You know my fucking memory. Now you're you're using you're using um, cards. I had to go quick online. Okay. I'm at absurdtrivia.com, and so basically what I'm doing is I'm going to read you a quote. You tell me who says it. Okay. Okay. The answer is Tim for all six. Oh, yeah, 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 that's correct. <laughs> you said it. You said it. You said it. Six for six. All right. First quote. First first to quote. Well, I stumbled across the recording while reco- while I was cleaning him. He says that he belongs to someone named Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought he might have meant Old Ben. Do you know what he's talking about? Can you read that one more time? <laughs> yeah, I, this, I mean, this is a tough one. Okay. 
Well, I stumbled across the recording while I was rec- while I was I keep saying while I was recording him. Well, I stumbled across a recording while I was cleaning him. He says that he belongs to someone named Obi Wan Kenobi. I thought he might have meant Old Ben. Do you know what he's talking about? Who said it? You know what's weird is that this is Luke's best friend. This was a Biggs. Segment. Biggs Darklighter. Yeah, absolutely correct. Second question. Okay. I retransmitted it to Coruscant, just as you requested. Then we decided to come rescue you. Who said it? Do you know what's cool? As, as we always bitch and moan, what's the guy's... I, I'm drawing a blank on the character, but it's the guy who was in Road Warrior. Um, Bruce Spence. Bruce... Oh. What was his, what's his name? Fuck. I can't I can't help you with the name, but you... you Matt, help me here, right. Matt. Help me. Uh, Remember the guy with the teeth? I know, I know it his name. Great, I'm trying to figure out how to give you a, a hint. It was I, a great costume, and we're like, fucking say something. And this was the only line he fucking had. I do remember before his episode, you said, you got your three facts about this asshole, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bruce Spence. Um, uh, fuck me. Let's see. You're going to... Where are you going next month? Chicago. Well, what what event? Celebration. Look at the last four letters of that word and see if that gives you a clue. Tian Mita. There, okay. There it is. Worked it. All right, third one. You're good. This is you're doing better than I thought. Okay. This next one. Would you prefer another target? A military target? Then name the system. I grow tired of asking this, so it will be the last time. Where is the rebel base? This is the iconic old character who I think I heard a rumor that he actually wore fucking slippers or flip-flops or bunny ears when he filmed this was fucking Count Dooku. <laughs> that is bunny absolute. ears. That's, I, think, uh, I don't know about the bunny ears. I think the the, other, the other stuff sounded plausible. The bunny ears we might have noticed. I know digital effects have come a long way, but that'd be hard to crop out every <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, I think I think Lucas would have been like, you know, it's going to take us a million dollars to take they off. They were little bunny. baby bunny ears. They're going to have to take their ears off, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting in the way. I refuse to take them off. I will keep wearing them throughout. I don't care what you have such a big budget. That's a pretty good Dooku impression, Tim. Yes, I mean, it's better, but it's, it's not bad. All right, you're three for three. Okay, all right. I'm doing good. All right. Who, who said this line? This why you stuck up, half witted, scruffy looking nerf herder? Oh my God, that sounds so fucking. This. Fucking familiar. If you get this right, you're a genius. Oh my God. Now, see, here's the thing that, that's bothering me because. This is weird. You can only see him say this if you turn on your fucking close your closed caption thing. Ah, okay. Yes, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Salacious I didn't know who it was until you said that. Slash is from talking to fucking Jabba. I can't salacious. believe that. Question. I'll accept Salacious Crumb. Yoda also said it. Ooh. Okay. All right. I do remember that. When you said that, when you said the thing about the 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 subtitle. I you were I, I knew where you were going, but Yoda also also said it. But yeah, we'll give it to you. Okay, all right. All right, number five. Two more. Okay, all right. Hey, point this thing somewhere else. Mm. One of the guys on Leaving Neverland. <laughs> 
I gotta pee. <laughs> that was that was pretty good. <laughs> I remember I remember it when the, all the bounty hunters were lined up in Empire and fucking Dengar said this. Uh oh. Am yeah, I did, did, I, did, did I, Dengar's last name? Gar. First name's Den. It's a Dengar because there's a bunch of them up there. I, but I saw. I could swear I saw him turn and say this. That's that. Uh, I'll accept it. <laughs> yeah! All right. Last question. Can you get this right? I hope so. I don't mind flying. What you're doing is suicide. Say it again. I don't mind flying, but what you're doing is suicide. Oh my god. I don't mind flying. What you did is, is suicide. What you're doing is suicide. No, oh, fucking, um, Seth, um, Mace, Mace Windu said that. Mace Windu. My right. least favorite character. Six for six. <laughs> yeah! We all, we all got it. We did. Should we? All right. How about this? I, I'll, I'll try to, we'll do, we'll do one question each. We'll see if we can break it. If we can, if we can't, if we can't break the uh, the tie, we'll just end it as a tie. Okay. But okay. I'll, I'll ask Matt one of these questions. How about that? Okay. All right, all right. Red leader standing by. Oh, uh, um, it's right there in the t- it's right there in the in the in the name. Well, red leader. <laughs> okay. Correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Good. That's all I, I want to say. That I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll ask this of Chris. Okay. He can see things before they happen. That's why he appears to have such quick reflexes. It's a Jedi trait. Oh my god! I want Matt's question. Um... <laughs> Say it again one more time, Tim. He can see things before they happen. That's why he appears to have such quick reflexes. I got it's this. a Jedi trait. You know what's fucking? He was saying saying this about the fucking Rancor. It was the Rancor Keeper. Rancor Keeper. Malakali. <laughs> that was a. That, I mean that that was a tough one. That was a Tim, tough one. Tim, I will read you one. Okay. All right. I have a feeling this is going to end <laughs> with me with, with no, no winner. All right. This is there's two answers to this. Well, yeah, two answers. Ready? Do I have to get? Do I have to answer both? Of you gotta answer both of them. What duo urged Luke to ignore his friend's pain and suffering? What that duo urged Luke to ignore his his friend's pain and suffering? This one. Uh, that would have been Fixer and Cammy. Wait a minute. This says Cammy and Fixer, but I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I guess you can't, this... you can't stop us tonight. We're we're on a no, fucking roll. Can't stop us now. <laughs> na, 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 na. Well, I guess we're we're smart. Yeah, we are. We're, yeah. T- Tim, That's thank the you only for explanation. Not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking geniuses. 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 Everyone. Geniuses. Spell that. J U geniuses. 
J U anuses. I like J U anuses. Well, thank you, Tim, for you know coming in, Asardo, and having a Reese for us, and um, we'll see you next time. We talk about somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. Hello, everybody. Well, if you made it this far, you realized you've been punked. You done been punked. You've been punked. Wow. You got to go back in time to understand yeah. what that reference is. 2006, everyone. <laughs> that was before that. Everybody, yeah. look at your calendar. What's today's date? Justin Timberlake's house has been repossessed. Unless everyone. you downloaded it days after the release, but look, look <laughs> yeah. at the date it was posted. This- yeah, there you go. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. It's been so, a little while since we've done something for April Fools and we thought it was time again. And we we literally threw this together on a on a whim. This is this is almost first Swickmas uh special esque in, in its idea. We just yeah. <laughs> floated this it out there true. and went, Hey, let's do that quick. Yeah, it was about a week ago we, we did our last regular episode and we were like we we looked and like, hey, uh, April Fools is coming. What should we do? And we and we were thinking, well, we could do this, we could do that, and then I don't know whose idea it was. I think it was. It was I like, think it was Matt. It may have been. Uh, was, uh, <laughs> why don't we Why don't we do uh, Imperial Academy and just do it and just do? Oh, yeah. I we should tell them who we based these characters after because they probably figured out. I'm sure many listeners figured out it wasn't real, but they might not have pinpointed exactly who we're talking about. Many, many, <laughs> many, many <laughs> listeners. Very, very, very. We uh, we based them on Commandant Lassard and Captain Harris of the Police Academy movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is the story. So thank you to. There is a Police Academy wiki yeah, with that's... very little information, but it was just enough information that I could put together some kind of story and and make it Star Warsy. But it proves uh, that there is a wiki for everything. <laughs> exactly. I guarantee you, though, there's going to be people out there who has never seen a Police Academy movie. And I guarantee you there's at least one person who's never seen... But part what? X-Files Fight the Future? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you did... I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> um, I, I have not seen all of them. I uh, I don't believe I have seen Police Academy 2, and I, don't be- and I know I haven't seen Mission to Moscow. So uh, of the of the seven police guy movies, I've only seen five of them. They've been trying to remake these movies for the longest time now, too. Trying to re, re, reboot it and whatnot. You can't. You can't really. Uh, I mean, it was. They was made at a. The police guy movies were made at a particular time, especially the first couple, when you could get away with, you know, sexual. Uh, jokes. Uh, yeah. Nobody's too uptight. You know, we you you can't you can't make a joke like the like the Blue Oyster. You can't objectify 
women the same way they did in those movies it's a different time so now everybody's got something plugged up their ass so (laughs) you you really if they do try to redo a police academy it's just not gonna not gonna work i think the best we're ever gonna get and it's it's just a completely different thing where the uh 21 jump street movies yeah um that's about as close as you're gonna get to a movie that's gonna be funny but if they try they're gonna fail miserably and they'll Mm. they'll cast like I don't even know who they were casting as Mahoney. Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, these the the first one came out in '84, and I I'd seen it. I saw it when it came out, and when he was getting blown behind that um <laughs> lectern. I was waiting to this. see where that would come in somewhere. But I know. I was trying. Which one was that in? Was that in? I think it was the first one. one. I think it was the one. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, I was like eleven or twelve, whatever. I don't know. I don't know why I keep thinking that was in Citizens on Patrol. I don't think I just say you like you like saying that you always say Citizens on Patrol. On Patrol. Yeah, that was that was the first one I'd ever seen. I saw that in the theaters. I saw, I saw uh, four, five, and six in the theaters. Uh, but I saw three on HBO. I saw one on video, and two I don't remember seeing. And I know I haven't seen Moscow or the animated series. I will- wasn't there like a a TV show? Wasn't there a TV show? Yep. Or, yeah, no, there's was, a cartoon. Was, was a cartoon, a, I, I thought there was a like a syndicated TV show too with like High Tower and. Uh, and the, the, oh, you the little right. squealy guy from Saturday Night Live, uh, Sweet Chuck. Yeah. Um, I was trying to. I was trying to find. This is. I'm. I'm. I'm very disappointed in in how few references. I had all the Police Academy IMDb pages open. I only got two references in, and oh. one. I was, I was trying to find Sweet Chuck, and I couldn't find it. It was one of the answers to Chris's trivia questions, and I saw a character named Mouser, who I don't even know who that is. I thought that was Sweet Chuck, but it was. I Mouser got the wrong guy. was. He was uh, Captain Harris's, uh, well, uh, like minion. In oh, the, okay. I think in the first two. Well, at and least, then after that, it was okay. a different guy. At least there's someone that someone could recognize. Yeah. My only, my only, my only contribution to this was my. Uh, I don't even know the character's name, but the the little African American woman that would always do his oh, like this and little, scream, yeah. "Don't bone, Cal- dirtbag!" Cal- <laughs> uh, dirt what was her name? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. No, Callahan was Leslie Esterbrook. Um, Hooks. 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 I'm looking now. There's a thing called One Institution, the story of Police Academy, and it says production status filming. Oh, God. Documentary. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. I just realized what you said. Story of Police Academy. Yes. Uh, Okay. That'd be, that could be fun. There's a really good one about Caddyshack that came out like, Seven yeah. years ago, I gotta say Kim Cattrall was looking really good in yeah, Police was. Academy. This is her before she did Mannequin. <laughs> she looked awesome in Mannequin, but she Lizzie Easterbrook looking good there too. Sharon now, Stone who's gonna save Police me? Tim, you you did a good job. That you yep. you drove the bus and yep. you well, thank you kept so, on going. Let's see. Let's see. How many have we done? We've done this show for nine years. Mob Crim. We're never gonna do better than Mob Crim. I mean, no, that's that's no. impossible. That's the gold standard. We did the breakup episode. We did a. We didn't even do an episode, but we did a post saying we're going to do Darth Maul, and it led to a link of uh, never going to give you up that we rickrolled. <laughs> and now this. So for we're almost almost half the run of the series. We've done an April Fool's joke, and some better yeah. than others, but eh, I like to have a little fun now and again. Now yeah. and again, it was fun, Tim. Excellent job, Timmy. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. 
And if you've listened this long, thank you for hanging in there. It was stupid. It was actually, it was actually, uh, I kind of got lost in some of the conversations. We actually got to some interesting Star Wars talk about like different characters and 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 uh, EU characters that that was not the plan. So there actually yeah, was no. some discussion in that episode. I was not planning to have. I was I, I, I was thinking this was going to be like a thirty-five minute episode and ended up stretching to now to probably close to an hour. Probably, I think my yep. favorite part of this episode was was trivia and hearing what people were saying <laughs> and we're like, uh-huh, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> correct. Yeah, if you didn't if you didn't guess, we uh I every trivia question there were real trivia questions, but any answer we gave yep. was correct. Can we can we do that all the time? Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Yep, thank you. you. Happy April Fools, everybody. And we'll do this again in another seven years. Move it, move it, move it.